Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. Yeah. Gets me going every time. Night. And that bear just gets me going. Because the bear's waking up. Bears yep. California. That's the world too. And she's waking up. Absolutely. Yeah, so goes California, so goes the nation. So we're seeing a, a movement right now uh, that people in California are getting sick and tired of it. And uh there's uh, there's some signs that um some major signs that the forces of darkness are going up in flames. It seems like it's kind of a, what is it, a uh, dumpster fire over there in the cabal lately. <laughs> are you talking about this dumpster fire at Disney? Oh, oh my goodness. gosh, that is great. Oh, wow. my goodness. Uh, that was so prophetic. Uh, the, the malevolent dragon went up in flames during the Disney parade show at night. <laughs> It is perfect. It is the perfect picture analogy of what is happening with the deep state. If you think about it, their projections, they're always projecting, thrusting out their flames, but they're, they're getting uh, the fire back onto them. It's the boomerang effect. As many say, you know, you start slinging arrows at Donald Trump and all of a sudden you start getting exposed for the very things that you're accusing that man of. And so I, I see it as a total perfect picture word picture of what's going on. And I just laugh. I just laugh. So anyway, yeah. yes, whatever. There was absolutely nothing left of it. It just, the whole thing went up in flames and it was like, just ashes. Uh, and that's what, that is our hope that this system yeah. that is going down, there will be nothing left. Nothing the seed left of the woman all. is crushing the head of the serpent forever. Come and on. he will be bound yeah. and thrown into the burning lake of sulfur for all eternity. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, not very compassionate on this this particular subject matter. But well, there's I other mean, there's other Disney news, isn't there? I mean, they're they're well, uh, feeling the heat in other ways, not just by their dragon going up in smoke. Yeah. Well, there's a bunch of um, layoffs going on in Disney, um, ESPN, which Disney owns. Um, there's a bunch of uh, massive layoffs, even at, uh, Disney world probably has something to do with the battle that's going on with Disney and, um, the state there with, uh, the governor. Um, so I think we're, I think we're seeing, you know, if you go woke, you go broke. We see in, you know, Bud Light lose 21% of its, its value, its income, it's, it's, you know, what, you know, it's market share. And we're seeing, you know, we're seeing places that, you know, went, went woke and went broke bed bath and beyond goes bankrupt all they're closing all 380 of their stores oh, remember those oh, are the guys man. that uh, those guys came against mike lindell and kicked them out of their store remember yep. that yeah yeah now they're getting a little bit of uh retribution on the way the boomerang effect i mean they were overpriced hmm. underproductive uh, anyway, and uh, I'm not sorry to see them go. They had a lot of things made in China and just shipped in. They were one of the original box stores that shut down the mom and pop stores. And so if you have any uh, wedding gifts to buy, it's wedding season, you know, uh, go to Mike Lindell. And uh, he, we're, he's not even one of our sponsors, but uh, My Pillow is a great company. 
Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, the, uh, the, what is it? The code? You pretty much can guess it. He's got so many codes out there. I mean, it could be FD, FBI, Trump, uh, whatever truth tellers out there, uh, Flashpoint, you name it. Just t keep typing and you'll get it. <laughs> so, but uh, I love Mike Lindell. My daughter read his book and she was really, really impressed with uh, that book, His, his Life. Life. And uh, yeah, and I, I've heard him on a bunch of interviews and just, wow, what a, an amazing guy that God would use somebody like that and do great things it's just yeah, he's uh, paid a price too as a, a man who has a testimony for jesus and who stands for what he believes in talk about a hard-working man i mean that guy busts yeah. it and he stands up for his employees he's uh he's a um an amazing owner of a company and a patriot and he's paid the price and yeah. using his influence, using his influence to, to wake people up to what's been going on. And, you know, it's sometimes the, the early adopters, everybody, you know, it sounds like we're saying the sky is falling. Um, but the reality is that the, the darkness, uh, the uh, evil is falling and the, the good it's, it's becoming more clear. The dark, dark is getting darker. Uh, the light is getting lighter and it's becoming more obvious um, who's on the side of the forces of, of the enemy and who's on, on God's side. So and we're going to continue to see that, that, that separation going on between the two. And I mean, I think right now you look at like the Sudan embassy evacuation. This is another major foreign affairs blunder by the Biden administration. It, it all almost seems intentional, you know, mm -hmm. uh, Biden continuing Obama's policies of bombing our allies and arming our enemies and just causing, just just blowing our foreign relationships with our, you know. So I, you know, I, I was just thinking about it again this this week. How when Jeb Bush and, and Donald Trump were having a debate, and he said, "Well, who's backing you, Donald Trump?" And he said, "Well, about two hundred generals." He kind of said under his breath. And I think that's what's going on. <laughs> that people knew, you know, people know that 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 he was asked to run he didn't choose to run he 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 realized to save our country he he had to run and stop the the the, the direction of this 16 year plan to destroy america and, you know and this we're in a war there's tragedy you know the sudan embassy is is, is a horrible yeah. situation but there's going to be things we're going to lose there's going to be battles we're going to lose uh, to win the war so yeah it is i mean it's terrible cuz what they did is they evacuated these government agents, the agencies like the embassy, and they left all the civilians, the, the U.S. citizens that are there, and they just left them again. British they, citizens, too. Yeah. British British citizens I mean, there. we're getting help from the French just to get out. It's yeah, 17,000 U.S. citizens have been instructed to shelter in place. Like, yeah. Like, like they wouldn't stand out. But uh, thankfully, uh, the, the factions that are fighting seem to be fighting politically against one another. And it doesn't look like they're trying to harm and target the Americans, but the solutions are so pitiful that the State Department is trying to figure out where can we co-locate together for their own safety. And uh, I'm not sure I'd want to be co-located with everybody else and be a, a target like that. So it, it's such a hard time to know who to trust, who not to trust in the government. But it is a ten tenacious time, and uh, uh, the U.S. has been in, uh, in, 
Um, they've been deployed there. So there are some reinforcements at a local military base, and they're hoping to facilitate some sort of evacuation and departure for um, our U.S. people that are still left in Sudan. Yeah, yeah it's the same names, though. I think Victoria Nuland was mentioned uh, involved in this. And it's like, OK, well, what happened with Ukraine there? I mean, she ran a coup d'etat. They overthrew the government. And, you know, Sudan is very sympathetic with uh, with Russia. They, they've got some dealings going on with Russia. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, the, our administration does not, I say ours, but, you know, the Biden, uh, they they don't want anything to do with that. And so they're creating troubles, I think. Yeah, uh, you know, well, when I, you have the same people and you do the same policies and you uh, pull up out your your forces, it's the definition of insanity, isn't it? Doing the same thing again, expecting different results. I think they knew exactly what would happen. And this is all part of trying to create chaos uh, at every level. Yeah. You have a bunch of U.S. citizens that get shot up or something. And then all of a sudden, oh, we got to protect. And, you know, it's excuse for war. Beat those war drums and go running into to start fighting in another place. So I don't know. I, it, it just smells fishy to me. I agree. It is. It is very fishy. Burnt <laughs> fish. On there. What about the, uh, the mortgage standards? Uh, you know, what's going on with that with Congress? Oh, yeah. That, that was crazy. I was reading one of the boards, friends of mine were talking about now that um, they're trying to pass a, a law, a new, new mortgage standards where, um, people who have good credit over 680 will actually be uh, penalized by a, a point or up to a point in a, a point eight um, for people who have bad credit. So we're, this is like the institution of socialism into our marketing, into our mortgage uh, brokerage, you know, um, you know, institutions. Oh, that's very motivating to maintain your good credit scores, isn't it? I mean, it's incentivizing yeah. uh, getting behind on your bills and uh, even, Uh, disrupting your credit scores. So I know the Fed was talking about another quarter percent coming up with the the interest rates going up. So uh, we just, uh, we really are sympathizing with any of our listeners who are having financial challenges. I read, I was telling you, uh, Brandon and Ron, that I read a statistic that um, 52%, I believe it was, of Americans are right now in, and this is April 24th, 2023, they are right now living paycheck to paycheck. And that just, that breaks my heart that the majority of our nation is um, in financial, uh, it's disruption and it's not going to get better anytime soon. Well, and, and I think that's what is needed. And we talked about this. I think that's what's needed for it. It actually, it needs to kind of hurt the average American, the middle, middle-class America to realize, okay, you know, who were, whose uh, administration were we better under the one now or the one before? And it, you need, it, people need to feel it to, to actually say, okay, I'm actually going to look on alternative media and find out what are the reasons all this stuff is going down. And rather than just believing the, the mainstream, you know, network. Um, so, you know, I, yeah, it's, it's gotta happen, you know, um, but you know, the deep state's doing everything they can to kind of try to shut down the, the truth. I mean, I was even looking at like RFK, you know, they do not want, you know, Robert, you know, you know, 
They don't want him to be debating uh, Joe Biden. So the DNC announced they're not going to have any debates. So the, the overlords are just going to decide who's going to be in charge of your your Democratic Party. And uh, it's just just evil. That should be so obvious. Well, you know why? You know why they uh, they don't want to have a debate It's because you'll hear stuff like this. I got something loaded up here. Uh, Robert Kennedy, Jr. You want to treat them at home. Give them the things that we know kill viral replication. Zinc and anything that enhances things like hydroxychloroquine, ivermectin, and a hundred other remedies that we now know dramatically reduce the spread of this disease. And what was our protocol? Our protocol was to do none of that. No treatment until you go to the hospital. Then your treatment are two things that are bound to kill you, ventilators and remdesivir. And Tony Fauci knew that remdesivir would kill you. He knew that because in 2019, he tried to put, use it for Ebola, 2019. He tried to use it for Ebola, and within five days of treatment, it gave lethal side effect to 54% of the people. And the safety monitoring board ordered him to terminate the use of that drug. Wow. And he threw a phony, contrived, absolutely fraudulent study that he manipulated and orchestrated of that drug made standard of care. It is homicide. Wow. And if you look, how does it kill people? Two ways, three ways, kidney failure, heart failure, and all organ collapse. And what happened to the people who died in the pandemic? What were they dying of? Kidney failure. All the doctors said, you heard it again and again, we've never seen a virus that attacks the kidneys because it wasn't the virus. It was the remdesivir. Yeah. Wow. I mean, that's... Uh... Pretty, pretty intense there. So. Yeah. Well, he got a little bit of exposure on the Twitter files this week, <laughs> didn't he? That um, Paul Thacker, he he did the writing on um, the Twitter files on Thursday. They came out and basically oh, yeah. they exposed in internal memos and emails in Twitter of all the lies that um, Fauci uh, said so there's big exposure on um anthony fauci right now and his his response to it it wasn't you know i i i was wrong or i'm sorry it was a lot of people are spouting out a lot of things about me on twitter and i've never even had a twitter account and so i don't know what they're talking about and then he said i don't even know how to do a tweet and uh, that wasn't even the question that he had been asked, but he actually had a Twitter account. And on that account, he had been named as the, the person who would answer questions on behalf of the American people. Uh, he and the Surgeon General at the time, the NIH uh, director and the CDC director were all on the same White House COVID response account that Fauci states that he wasn't on and didn't know how to do it. And so that um, basically was his very first lie that uh, he wasn't even on Twitter. When he was tasked with answering public questions uh, through the White House COVID response account. Wow. Yeah, the new theme song to uh, Anthony Fauci. 
Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yep. Fauci lies. Fauci lies. Fauci yeah, lied. Think, People died. Yeah. And I think he, he is, um, it's almost a sickness with him. I mean, he is, uh, he does it with a straight face. Um, he was, uh, he definitely should be placed at least on trial. I know Elon Musk was asked, well, Rand Paul was first asked, wasn't he, Senator Rand Paul? And, and the interesting thing about Rand Paul, he is, he is a doctor. He's a medical doctor. And so he was bringing up these situations that Fauci should have been able to look at these uh, research papers that were done. And uh, he continued to debunk that COVID was a naturally occurring virus. He, he kept saying, no, it, it wasn't in a lab. It wasn't released. It was naturally occurring in the, the wet market. And, and all this is disinformation and misinformation, which... Um, he said needs to be censored because it puts people at risk. And so uh, Rand Paul was saying he needs to come to trial. And then Elon Musk chimed in as he often tweets back to back. <laughs> and, and he said, uh, yep, trial needs to come. Yes, amen. You know, and I see that as the hand of God. I mean, how many times do you have in Congress a real doctor, a medical doctor that's in office you don't always have that, I don't think. I don't think it's that common. A lot of lawyers, you know, a lot of this and that. And to have Rand Paul at that time, because he's the one that really stood up, you know, because Anthony Fauci is just, he would say stuff and just just make stuff up and nobody would challenge him. Nobody would challenge him. And then all of a sudden you have a doctor and saying, no, that is not true. You're not going to pull the wool over my eyes. You are definitely right. going to answer this and i'm going to hold you to it and he does he holds them to it and so uh yeah definitely is a good time to see god working there i just think that he strategically placed a doctor that could stand up to somebody like anthony fauci and say hey i know what i'm talking about i know what i'm talking about well not only so, that but he yeah, Fauci claimed that he had no knowledge of, of any of his communication team coordinating social media companies to stop misinformation or disinformation until he was forced to admit that he actually did know of certain instances where his communication team coordinated information and disinformation. So he, 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 he if you let a guy talk long enough, he's going to lie. And then you, you can say, well, wait a second. You said over here that you 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 knew no communications had happened that were coordinated. And then later you're you you now say you do. So are you lying then or are you lying now? And then Rand Paul does that with him. Were you lying then? Or were you lying now? I mean, Fauci continued to push the, the debunked assertion that COVID-19 was naturally occurring virus, right? I mean, we all, I think all of us knew from the very beginning, most of us do this, that how is it that a penguin and, uh, you know, uh, what was it? Just John Stewart talked about that in his, that viral video, a penguin kissed a, a bat and now it came you know this magical thing rather rather than maybe that the wuhan institute of virology actually was one that actually released this in the city of wuhan where it was released you know and just you know basic logical things and oh no 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 that never could have happened and he you know we have emails that he they were talking about this dasik in him about not let me make sure that doesn't get out and then of course he refused to d define what gain of function research was when Rand paul asked him and then and he, oh then he, oh it's too broad of a term and then it's like in the documents what gain of function research is and that they, they were doing gain of function research in the wuhan lab so it, it, the guy's just 
flat out lying from top to bottom. Um, and, and you're right. He, that's the way they do it. They just, I uh, just deny, 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 deny. Yep. But he's being held to it. I mean, Rand Paul didn't take any of it. He says, this is gain of function. Don't tell me it's not. It says it right here. I know how to read these things. And so I, uh, I'm just thankful for people like Rand Paul that are able to stand up when maybe another congressperson might not have that confidence. Yeah. Yeah. So- now let's talk, let's talk about the big deal. Like this is the tale of two networks here. Okay. Today, Don Lemon was fired from CNN because he has crappy numbers and he's not a very good night, good guy. Like, of course, I mean, you've seen some of the comments he made about this one woman. It was just you know horrible stuff, he says. And, you know, it's like almost like he's so puffed up in his own arrogance that he thinks he can say anything and people will just be OK with it. But, you know, he was primarily fired because his numbers suck and he's been lying for such a long time. And he's just but then you've got the other network, Fox who their guy is good. He's got millions and millions of followers and people that watch him every night, 10 times better numbers. And he's getting fired because he's telling too much truth. Don Lemon's getting fired because he's telling so many lies and Tucker's getting fired because he's telling too much truth. Yeah. It's all or nothing, huh? You know, it's interesting how uh, I know that we were talking about Robert Kennedy jr. And and he actually tweeted about uh, Tucker Carlson uh, today. And he was saying that uh, Fox fires Tucker, Tucker Carlson five days after he crossed the red line by acknowledging that the TV networks pushed a deadly and an ineffective uh, vaccine to please their pharma advertisers. Carlson's breathtakingly courageous April 19th monologue broke TV's two biggest rules. One, Tucker told the truth about the greedy pharma advertisers controlling TV news content. And he lambasted all the newscasters for promoting jabs they knew were lethal and worthless. For many years, Tucker had the nation's biggest audience, ranging 3.5 million uh, viewers, 10 times that of CNN. Fox just demonstrated the terrifying power of big pharma. Mm -hmm. I thought that was an interesting tweet. Brought to you by Pfizer. Yeah. Yeah. Or actually... it's not just Pfizer, too. I mean, Chuck Schumer literally said to Mur- Robert Murdoch, take Tucker off the air. He said he is saying all these lies about January 6th, which were all true, just showing the video right, of the the entrapment campaign by the feds on the common patriot. And he would, you know, he's just showing the video and all and, and Schumer's flipping out. And then I just imagine what kind of, you know, dirt Schumer, you know, has on on Murdoch to be able to demand he take Tucker down. And within you know, a week or two, he's down, you know. Well, wasn't it Schumer that said a long time ago, there's six ways to Sunday with the intelligence. You cross them. They got six ways to Sunday to cross you back so yeah, you know maybe that's what uh, murdoch was uh, afraid of maybe murdoch's a regular uh pedo island visitor on the you know with the epstein jeffrey epstein le- client list you, you know it's interesting too though you know it, we've all of us have kind of gotten to watch the development of of tucker carlson he 
you know, he, he seems like a good guy. He's sarcastic. He's funny. He, you know, covers issues from a very conservative point of view, but you've also started to see him like a couple weeks ago, he released that whole thing on JFK where he actually right. knew somebody in the CIA who said that, that CIA was definitely responsible for, for the, for taking part in the assassination mm-hmm. of JFK. He started actually bringing up the, 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 the nine 11 things. And then he actually, he was actually interviewed just a couple weeks ago on an alternative media source. Some young guys were interviewing him and he was talking about what he was most um, being in the media, what he felt was the most what he was most regretful about. Watch this clip. This is um, pretty amazing what he's um, share this one here. Yeah, share that. Watch this. Like I've spent my whole life in the media. My dad was in the media. Like that is a big part of the revelation that's changed my life is the media are part of the control apparatus. Like there's no, yeah, I know. I know. Cause you're younger and smarter and you're like, yeah. Yeah. But what if you're me and you spent your whole life in that world and to look around and all of a sudden you're like, Oh wow. Not only are they part of the problem, but I spent most of my life being part of the problem defending the Iraq war. Like I actually did that. Can you imagine if you did that? Well, what do you think? What is one of your biggest regrets in your career? Oh, defending the Iraq war. That is it. Well, I've had a million regrets, not being more skeptical, calling people names when I should have listened to what they were saying. Look, when you when someone makes a claim, there's only one question that's important at the very beginning, which is, is the claim true or not? Mm. So I say, you know, you committed murder or you rigged the last election before you attack me as a crazy person for saying that. Maybe you should explain whether you did it or not. You right. know what I mean? Yeah. And for too long, I participated in the culture where I was like, anyone who thinks outside these pre-prescribed lanes is crazy, is a conspiracy theorist. And I just really regret that. I'm ashamed that I did that. And, and partly it was age, partly it was the world that I grew up in. So when you, when you look at me and you're like, yeah, of course they're part of the means of control. I'm like, that's obvious to you because you're 28, but I just didn't see it at all, at all. And I'm ashamed of that. Isn't that what the media tries to do, though? It, it's their only purpose. Right. They're not here to inform you. Really? Even on the big things that really matter, like the economy and war and COVID and like things that really matter that will affect you. No, their job is not to inform you. They are working for the small group of people who actually run the world. They're their servants. They're their Praetorian guard. And we should treat them with maximum contempt because they have earned it. Wow. 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 It sounds like what he's talking about is the the Mockingbird media and the CIA infiltration post-World War II of this whole uh, media corporation. And he's calling them out. I mean, that is not mincing words, is it? Well, not at all. No, I mean, that, that and that's the themes we've talked about before. And these are things that are facts. Like it's a fact that Russia and America brought in the Nazi scientists into our countries after the war and they didn't prosecute them. They gave them high, high paid jobs and brought them in. So I think it was 2,300 uh, Nazi scientists went to work for Russia and another 1,200 went to work for the United States government. And so it's like, okay, well, these are the, this is the big, this is the seeds of the cabal people working from, um, from the inside out for their own purposes. And you're not even, they're not even getting punished that they were, they were holding up one of the most evil megalomaniacs of all time, a murderous megalomaniac. They're not held accountable that they were serving him. And now they're serving two other megalomaniacs, the, the cabal in the United States and the cabal in Soviet Union. 
And uh, yeah, we're, I think we're, the world is waking up to that. Another person who's you know woken up to that, I think, is Elon Musk. And he was actually just just recently on an interview and he was talking about this. They were actually asking him questions about um, his you know attempt to try to democratize the um, where is it right here? He's trying to democratize the the, the reality of, of um, Twitter, right? Well, listen to this. Sorry. Oh, gosh, push the wrong button. Oh, getting better at this as we go. There you go. On the fly. This is brought to you live. I don't like their voice being the same. They're pretty mad about that. Yes, I. Uh, there are several news organizations who don't like your push for democratization and what they believe is the devaluing of the badges because they yes. were differentiated. So is that just a moment that's in deliberate. time? Is that just a moment in time? No, that's deliberate. I, I think it's very important for to, to elevate citizen journalism. Uh, I think it's very important to hear the voice of the people, the actual voice of the people, not the filtered voice of the people. And let the people choose the narrative and let the people determine the truth um, and not five editors and chiefs of uh, major publications. Do you, do, you, do you want to know what's really going on or do you want their opinion? You know, it's a handful of people. I think, I think we want to know the voice of the people, the true voice of the people. Uh, they want to know the true voice of the people and, and rather than what the five executives that control six of the major media corporations believe, you know? Yeah. You know, yeah, they, we want to hear what the things that, One of the things Elon said, um, uh, about no it wasn't elon it was uh, tucker said he said sometimes you wonder just how filthy and dishonest our news media are many think that they are bad but how bad are they here's one of the measures of their badness ask yourself is any news agency you can think of so corrupt that it's willing to hurt you on behalf of its biggest advertisement advertisers. Anyone who would do that is obviously Pablo Escobar level corrupt and should not be trusted. And I think this is what Elon is bringing up is that these are the Pablo Escobar level corruption leaders that are in the top of the agencies of all these media giants. Yeah, absolutely. So one's getting... One's getting taken off for telling too much truth, and the other one's getting taken off because nobody believes his lies. If you compare Don Lemon with Tucker Carlson, I mean, what are some of the topics like uh, COVID? So, COVID was a, a lab leak. I think Tucker talked about the lab leak. What did Don Lemon say? He said oh. the narrative. It was natural. If you don't follow the narrative, if you don't all get vaccinated, double, triple, if you don't, you are part of the problem. You're part of what's wrong with America. You, these MAGA Republican. I mean, he, he, I mean, Don Lemon was responsible for what uh, following all of the media after Jake, you know, Nicholas Sandman was, you know, yeah, attacked for, for being on the steps, uh, you know, of the, the Lincoln Memorial. The Lincoln and he, Memorial, he was, yeah. Like, like he did something wrong and he just stood there and smiled and did nothing. And the media attacked him. And then they ended up having to shell out $300 million for the guy. Each of these organizations were getting uh, sued because they slandered him or, or Jesse Smollett lie, you know, Don Lemon just swallowed that up. Didn't ask any questions, just believed all of that. 
I mean, Don Lemon, there's probably 15. I mean, you know, the, the, who, who cares about the, the, the laptop from Hunter Biden? That, who cares? It's just his kids. And then he'll turn around and attack Trump's kids, you know, and then he'll say, well, you, who cares? It, it, it was all Russian disinformation. We have 51 people within the intelligence organization that told us it was Russian disinformation. So we know it to be true. Rather than asking the question, like, you know, that's what I loved about Tucker in that little clip. He's like, you shouldn't attack the people first. Just find out if it's true or not. Like actually do the investigation, like, you know, actual journalism. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what, what, what's another one? Uh, the Russian disinformation uh, or, or I should say the Russian Russia, 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 you know, that Trump was colluding with Russia. The Tucker did not go down that line, but Don Lemon did. And, and you're seeing a pattern. People just don't buy the stuff that Don Lemon is peddling. You know, J6 is another one, right? And that's probably one of the ones that really got Tucker Carlson probably taken out. But who's been pushing probably. J6 as an insurrection the whole time? Don Lemon. I mean, he, him with all the other liberal talking heads, they're, they're just like robots. And they're like, this was uh, the biggest threat to our democracy. This was, you know, worse than an attack from Pearl Harbor. And, you know, this is, uh, we almost lost the, our constitution and you know, just all this crazy cray cray talk. It, these people are like, um, you know, that were there on January 6th. We know grandmas, you know, and they're taking photos and people are politely following, staying within the lines that they're told to, you know, and, and Don Lemon never covered any of those things that I ever saw. You know, I, I don't watch him, but I saw enough clips where it showed opposite and he was just pushing that narrative, the lies I mean, just lie after lie after lie. And and I don't know if he believes those lies. He might just believe those lies because he wants to believe those lies. Right. Because, you know, there are, are it's sometimes I wonder if this whole thing is not wonder. I, I, I believe it is a spiritual issue. You know, people do not. There's a certain group of people that do not want to have a leadership of God over them. And there is a group of people that I would say patriots the majority of them are willing to bend the knee to God Almighty, serve him and do the things that they feel are pleasing to him. But then there's another group that's very prideful and they were like, I will not bend the knee. And so they, they just naturally go against those things, anything that supports a God fearing worldview. And so Don Lemon, I mean, you look at his life and, and yeah, he's, uh, you know, he is a gay man. Um, uh, but he's a disgusting one. I mean, I, I, you know, there's some that, that are, you know, better acting. I mean, you know, but it, this guy, I mean, he's at a bar. You remember that one, right? He was at a bar and a guy just said something like, hey, I like your show. And he thought he was hitting on him. And he winds up putting his hand down his pants. And then he sticks his hand in the guy's face. And, and you know, it, it was just the most vile, oh disgusting thing. I don't know if you remember that. It was a couple of years back. Yeah. Yeah, it yep. was. Uh, and he, he said some slur. I don't know. It's just he just thought he was so I'm, I'm just like, how can you watch the news from somebody that acts that way? And this guy was like taken back. He's like, no, I was a real fan. I wasn't making fun of you. And, you know, he, he's like, I, I got really shocked at what he did to me. It was so disgusting. Wow. Wow. Well, DJT, our, our president, Donald John Trump, he said on uh, Truth Social, he said, Don Lemon is the dumbest man on television. 
how he's finally been fired from fake news CNN. My only question is what took them so long? long. And it was, uh, and then Don Lemon, you know, he didn't even get called by the network to say, oh, by the way, you're fired. His uh, talent agency had to call him his, his, uh, um, his, his handler basically. And they said, Oh, by the way, don't go in. You've been, um, you've been fired. So lemon said after 17 years at CNN, I would have thought that someone in management would have had the decency to tell me directly. And at no time did I have any indication that I was going to be fired. The CNN actually fired back and said, that's actually a lie. We tried. You just didn't, you know, communicate back. Um, so I don't know which one's telling the truth. It's hard to know which one lies more. That's the problem because yeah. they both are, are part of the liars club. And so yeah. it's like, I don't know, is it CNN? They, I would think that CNN would have had the decency to say, Hey, we'd like to talk to you in person. And, but you know, they, they, they push out the lies and then Don Lemon, of course, lies, you know, anytime his mouth is moving, you know, he's lying. And so, um, so who knows which story is true. Um, but they, they, they do deserve each other. That's, that's definitely for sure. They deserve <laughs> each other, you know? So well, Fox, um, Fox, they lost a billion with a B in one day because, uh, they, they didn't really announce it, uh, right away. And I don't know, did you see Tucker's, there was a, a video of Tucker's last segment on Friday night. Um, and he brought in a, uh, pizza delivery guy, this guy at, from Coco's pizza, he had stopped a robbery and I, I think he got hit by a, a car, but he had, um, rescued someone. And so Tucker brought him in on Friday night. It was the end of the show and they had pizza together in the studio. It was the same night that president Trump got pizza for the Fort Myer, Florida police oh. who were um, doing their overtime to protect him. And it just seemed like, was that a coincidence that they both had pizza in it? I think they were really uh, trying to press into the fact that this pizza symbology was um, the fact that they highlighted it both on Friday night. And then Tucker's last last words, he said, I, so I don't think he knew he was going to get a yeah. let go. He said, we'll be back on Monday. In the meantime, have the best weekend ever with the ones that you loved. And then he finished eating the pizza. And so um, it seemed like he didn't really know that he was going to get fired or let go. Yeah. 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 Like something rash happened, you know, I mean, to, you don't make a life choice decisions like that uh quickly and so yeah if you're on a friday saying i'll see you monday something happened well he, he might have been preparing another segment about j6 that's you know, right he, he could have been preparing anything that was going to expose more of the truth and they just can't have that so they didn't want a scene out of network like we played last week yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. From main anchor of uh, the, i mean and he is uh, the most popular anchor on all of the major networks put together. Yep. He, he is the most watched. And Marjorie Taylor Greene, as she tweeted, remember when Pelosi kicked me off my committee? I was set free, she said. So Tucker, I can't wait to see what you, 
what you do. And Carrie Lake chimed in. The best decision I ever made was leaving Fox. Good luck to you, Tucker. You're free and you're uncensored. So I'm wondering, you know, where are those J6 tapes? Well, yeah, give him some time. Maybe he's putting something together. He's got to have a good platform, you know. Uh, I mean, he could make his own platform overnight on a rumble. I know that uh, well, he, with the, uh, broadcasting, uh, One American News, they were quick to say, hey, we'd like to talk with you, Tucker. There's a sp- space here if you ever want to come Newsmax. on. Max, yeah. You know, yeah, they're probably all throthing, you know, at the mouth, uh, chomping at the bit to have somebody like that to really do a good kickstart. Wouldn't that be just the neatest thing to see is some, especially One American News. I mean, you know, they have been laughed at and scorned and they sit in the back of the bus, as you say, you know, with the presidential uh, question and answer, you know, they can't give them a seat. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and uh, it might be because what's her name? Shireen would not wear uh, a mask, you know, when everyone else was all masked up. Um, But, you know. Uh, I would love to see them grow, just like I love seeing uh, Mike Lundell grow as Bed Bath and Beyond, you know, collapses. I just think that's just uh, the best uh, irony. It's more of that fire. Any other beer company? Dragon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm so company. looking forward to Tucker destroying what the 60 minutes piece with Ray Epps, and uh, oh, I mean, yeah. and we're we're gonna have to we're gonna have to be his voice for him, I guess. Because until he gets his his next uh, media platform, that that did you all uh, hear about the Ray Up sixty minute uh, piece that just was clips. just clips? Uh, it, apparently, it left more questions than answers, and it didn't make yeah. sense. The question was he he did more than all these other people, you know, Grandma with the camera, and and he <laughs> did all this recruiting and let's go charge in. And he got less than that and it never got answered. So people are like, that just still seems really weird. And that they keep pushing to protect him. He is not an asset. Just so you know, he's not an asset. He's not, I'm not an asset, you know? And, uh, yeah, that's CBS, isn't it? uh, 60 minutes is CBS. So it, it was very strange. His daughter, uh, came out uh, when 60 Minutes, right after it aired, and she started tweeting, and she said that he is a pedophile, and she was abused, and um, uh, so there was a strong uh, voice against him. I don't know the whole the whole thing was so strange because it they made him out to be some sort of victim that uh, and and then they blamed Trump that because uh, he was doing fine until Trump started mentioning his name. And then they said after that, it was a destruction on his life and and um, that he basically couldn't go places and the FBI was, um, was harassing him. And I mean, it, it was so, it was very, very strange. Ray Epps, uh, the FBI had said he'd never was an FBI source or an FBI employee. He was on their most wanted poster on uh, January 8th. They put up looking for this guy. And so his face was on the poster and he went and he turned himself in. And then almost immediately that face came down that they removed that those FBI posters. So it, 
it really did leave more questions than answered about who really is Ray Epps and what was his role in the J6 um, conspiracy, because obviously he was riling up rioters. And that story, were, I, I just don't even buy it out. Story. Yeah, people were sniffing it out too. I mean, there was video clips of him getting a bunch of people. Okay, now we're going to go actually inside the Capitol and we're going to go and they're like, no, we're not. What are you talking to me? You're a fed. And all the people are fed, fed, fed. They, they sniffed it right out. There's this thing called human discernment where you can just kind of see something's not right about this person. He's pushing this agenda out too hard. This is probably a fed and they all figured it out the night before. And then the day of there's video clips of him going up to a group of people who went, who, who during the speech that Trump is, is still giving, they left and went up to the barricades, and he got a bunch of young guys. Okay, we're going to go over there and pull that barricade down. And then the guy immediately goes over, and a bunch of guys pull the barricades down. So when all of the Trump people walk forward, they're thinking there's no barricades. They're all gone. So just walking right past them. But these because these guys have went ahead and cleared all the barricades ahead of time and actually created the atmosphere for the, the entrapment of which we are now seeing someone in jail for three years. I mean, the complete violation of their, their, their mm -hmm. you know, basic human rights, a yeah. so complete yeah. violation of the bill of yeah. rights, of the constitution of the United States. I mean, to hold people in jail. Oh, well, we, we have to keep you in jail because we don't have, a, we have can't show all the information or you can take a plea deal and get out today and say, and say, you did it. Well, no, I'm not going to say I did it. I didn't do anything wrong. And then I'm going to, you know, it, it's like basic things that, you know, people are in jail for three years and you get, Full on, you know, assaulting gang banger addicts getting left out of the street with no bail in some cities. I mean, and then you've got like people. What, what happened just the other day? Was it today? Montana. They went into the Montana legislature, a bunch of um, oh. leftists banged the doors and went through and tried to shut down the whole thing. And then the transgender woman person, it's a man in a dress, holds the mic up. and They wouldn't let the person speak. You know, the normal procedures, it wasn't the right time for that person to speak. And all these people piled in and started cheering, let her speak. Well, it's, it's a dude, okay? It's not a her. And then, and, and, and they, that looked a very insurrection y to me. Yeah. You know, but how many people were actually like, you know, treated as insurrections and how long are they going to be in prison, like without bail, you know? Yeah, that, that's your two tier justice system, isn't it? I mean, do you remember when, um, Senator Ted Cruz was being interviewed by the uh, weaponization of government committee that Jim Jordan is in charge of. And he specifically was interviewing an FBI um, uh, leader. And he asked the basic question, who is Ray Epps? And they said, well, we can't answer that question. So right. it, it was they they didn't say we don't know. And they didn't say he doesn't work for us at that particular time. It was kind of they were pleading the fifth almost like, well, yes. we can't give you that information. So um, it, 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 I think things are coming apart and unraveled at the seams pretty fast. And that 60 minutes uh uh, it, it just was an eye opener because it was so unsatisfactory and it was on prime time and maybe they're trying to save the network, but I think they're, they're really waking people up and shaking people up. And now that Hunter is off a major network, 
I think that his followers are going to go off the major network. And what we're going to see is those that hadn't moved over to other social media platforms will learn how to find Rumble and how to find BitChute and they'll follow him and there will not be a great need for mainstream media anymore. Yeah. And that was Tucker you're referring to, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know who else was uh, removed from from uh, Fox just this week too? Is Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino. Yeah. Yeah. You know, he- and that was another one that was a truth teller. He was really... I, I used to listen to him every day for years, r- right about the beginning of Trump's, uh, you know, a term. And uh, man, he, he was really good, very passionate. And uh, he used to work for the Secret Service. He worked actually for uh, under oh. Obama, you know, and, you know, he had nothing but respect for the position. Didn't really agree with him. But man, I got a lot of insight from him, you know, and uh and then as time came, he just started getting more and more, you know, he grew from his own show, got on Fox, but he would, he would be one that wasn't afraid to, to say a lot of truth and um, it's interesting how he's gone now. So you have yeah. what Lord Trump, Dan Bongino, and then now Tucker Carlson. And it just seems like, man, there's something happening here. So, Jesse Waters. Is he going to be next? Could be, or Maria. She's another good one. Yeah, I think those are two of what are, are left. Is uh, John Solomon still on Fox News? I thought he had his own, just the news, right? John Solomon, he has his own network. Okay, okay. Uh, so the gal. we'll see. Uh, basically, what, what uh, Fox stated as far as what their exit plan for and replacement plan for Tucker was was that uh, they were just going to rotate Fox News personalities until a new host was named. And so mm. they, they really, it sounds like they did this very fast because they, they don't have names to replace Tucker Carlson right now. So I, I'm very curious what happened tonight. Uh, they're, they're probably playing right now, but who, who is taking his place and how are they they dealing with uh, that show because his, his show is so popular. Yeah. I think they're going to try to do a bait and switch on people. I think they're going to try to find somebody that sounds like an edgy MAGA, but he's not, he's as he's starting to work and get used to working with you. He doesn't really give you any real information, you know, not, not like Tucker. Tucker was, was stepping on some toes. He was actually pressing buttons that, they did not want pressed. So whoever they put in, he may sound like he's getting ready to, and, and it's buying them time. I just, I don't think they're going to put some liberal, you know, liberal replacement in there. I think they will put somebody that is going to fool people for a while. So what do you think they're, they're trying to look here, don't look there. They're trying to, to keep us from seeing this week as all these, I mean, it's interesting. Tucker Carlson is a, uh, quite a celebrity, but I mean, it seems like he has just captured everything about the news. So my wonder, I'm just wondering, what is it that they're hiding? What is it they don't want us to notice? Well, there's a lot of good, there's a list of good things happening right now. And that's probably the things they don't want us to see. One 
is that uh, the whole thing with the COVID's falling apart, right? Fauci has gotten more pressure on him. More and more people, like congressional people, are questioning. You know, you have Jim Jordan questioning a lot of things that are happening as well. So you got what COVID is completely under attack. J6 is another one that is completely being investigated. And they don't want to get those tapes out because that's just going to be the death nail of their coffin, you know. And so you've got that going on. We are in the brink of war. The whole thing with the um, uh, Russia versus Ukraine, you know, we've been being told that we're winning. You know, Russia's going to fall apart any day. There's infighting. They've lost so many people. You know, you get a leak there, whether it's true or not. But it's looking like it's pretty true that Russia, you know, springtime comes, they're going to do an offensive. Mm -hmm. So that's going to explode and fall apart either into a major war or a major um, information dump on us, truth dump, you know, and, and people are going to see these were bio labs. These were things, these yeah. people are corrupt and it's just falling apart left and right for them. And so that's another distraction. I mean, there's just one distraction after another. So, Here's another I, one. Gavin Newsom directs the National Guard to help combat San Francisco's fentanyl crisis. <laughs> I mean, okay, so the fentanyl crisis has been going on for years. They've yeah. done nothing on the ground in San Francisco to fix the problem. Gavin's done nothing at all. And now they're going to bring in the National Guard when it's like at its end. And I just feel like this is it's almost like they're they're trying to prepare the people for the to, to be okay with the National Guard coming into cities and having to, you know, you know, come into cities and, and take control because it's gotten so out of hand. And it, it's clearly mismanagement of our cities by by almost all Democratic, you know, democratically controlled cities, you know. So and I, and I think that probably most of them are because of cheating and voting. Uh, that's been going on. On How both is sides Newsom going to put a positive spin on this? You know, he's well, a he's a candidate for for president. Supposedly, he's going to put his his name in the hat. So, uh, <laughs> well, uh, there's a couple things there. He probably doesn't want to use police because that goes against the narrative of defund the police. Plus, he's already defunded probably the police enough that they can't do with the support they need. They can't do what needs right. to be done. So they'll get, he'll start tapping in on other resources. So San Francisco is screwed, right? They just don't have the resources because it's been neglected and cut down. And now he says, where can I tap in to get those resources? I'll go and take the National Guard and I'll put them in my city or in this city right. and, and do that. So I think he's just robbing Peter to pay Paul on this. Plus, it is more newsworthy, right? If he doubled the police department, that won't make headlines. But National Guard, that will make, uh, you know, quite a bit of headlines. And I'm not sure what the National Guard is up to because they were federalized under the president. You know, if you listen to Derek, what is it, Derek Johnson and some of the, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, oh, devolution, you know, Um they are they're outside of their states now. I mean, they're they're being used in, in ways that look like a devolution setup. Um, since that wasn't a talking point I prepared for, I, I'm, I'm at a loss for the words. Well, but, devolution. Uh, I mean, not even Derek Johnson. Derek Johnson's kind of a latecomer to the con cons, you know, the conversation of devolution. Like, who was the gentleman that kind of led us into that whole 
can't even say right now. Patriot. Patriot. Yeah. Patel Patriot. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so who knows what's going on there? What has to happen for National Guard to be deployed either, whether there's a a, a state of emergency or that maybe this is a public health crisis. Um, Certainly the poop on the streets ought to be a public health crisis. Just that alone from the homelessness, just squatting wherever they are and defecating it. It is just sickening. But um, I heard Devin Nunes, uh, he was in an interview and he was talking about California has lost population. I mean, here we are. We are trying to wake the bear of California. They've lost population for three years in a row. And even the illegals coming into this state are preferring to go other places once they get here. Wow. Even as beautiful I mean, it is, is because of the public safety issue, the crime, the problems in the schools yeah. that I mean, that's that's pretty sad. Well, and, and just to, to name the fact that it was like 400,000 people last year it was that that left, which was the more people left in one year than came in for the first time in California history. Uh, the people that stayed, uh, a quarter of them bought guns for the very first time because it's gotten so mismanaged and because they lost all that many people, they lost this uh, seat in the Senate. So, you know, you that's the beauty. And I say this a lot. That's the beauty of our system is if you mismanage a state, you lose political power yeah. in, the fe- in the federal government. And that's how it should be. And it's pretty obvious, you know, and, and Gavin Newsom can't blame that on Trump or anybody else that's square on him. You know. Yeah. Yeah. They lost a seat in the representatives. Um, yeah. Just a, the house of representatives. That's it. But, yeah. Absolutely. You know, uh, as we're winding down this show, you know, there is a lot of hope. These things that seem to be bad, I rejoice in them, to be honest. And it's going to get worse, I think. And I'm looking forward to it. And that sounds really sadistic. But really what it is, is that this is what it's taking to wake people up. Some people are just thick headed, set yeah. in their ways. I probably am in certain ways myself. But but they are thick headed and they say, I vote this way because I've always been a Democrat and I don't care. And now that you're seeing these grown men wearing dresses, reading to children and letting them sit on their laps and doing all kinds of weird things. And these women that are losing positions in sports because men come along and they they, you know, wear a leotard and now they're part of the women's uh, sports group. You know, this stuff is just crazy. But that's what it takes for some people you know, a, a brink of war, you know, brink of war with Ukraine and, and Sudan falling apart and all these things, you know, uh, truth tellers being taken off of uh, Fox and, and you know, Don Lemon, because more and more people don't believe him. And so people are going, why don't people believe him? Hmm, maybe I should look into that. This is the waking people up. And this is exciting because when you get enough people, it just tips over and goes the other way. It goes from like Betamax the VHS, you know how that, remember that it was kind of 50, 50 for a while and it started to slowly and everyone just jumped on the VHS and Betamax. That's dating myself. I know. At least yeah. you didn't yeah. say eight track. <laughs> eight track to cassette. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just like once the market starts to tip and everyone starts, it gets faster and faster and that's what's happening. And it's yeah. exciting. It is exciting. That is what God does to wake people up. And I'm sure God would rather just say, Hey, 
I would rather not have to put you through this and let you uh, reap what you've sowed, but it seems like that's the only thing it takes. And we see it in scripture over and over and over. And God always warned, don't do this because if you do it, these bad things are going to happen. You're going to be even eating your children. I mean, there's some really crazy things. And, and so Israel went through a lot of these things and Israel will still do those things, you know, our people that follow God. And so, um, yeah, I wanted to just, just end too, with a message of hope that, that Tucker said, uh, and we've talked a lot about him, but I do believe he ha has found a relationship with God. His heart is for the people. I was wondering if he was a black hat, a white hat or, a, um, who he was working for, but he's paying a high price for, for this stepping down and being pushed off his platform. He said, the truth is contagious. Lying is too, but the truth is as well. The second you decide to tell the truth about something you're filled with, and, and then he said, I don't want to get all supernatural on you, but you're filled with this power from somewhere else. Try it, he said, and, and tell the truth about something. You'll feel it every day. The more you tell the truth, the stronger you become. That is completely real. It's measurable in the way you feel. And of course, the opposite is true. The more you lie, the weaker and more terrified you become. And we all know that feeling. You'll lie about something. All of a sudden, you're a prisoner of that lie. And mm. it will diminish you. You are weak and you are afraid. But he ended up saying, um, really, uh, when somebody said, you're our hero, you're so brave, he said, I'm paid to do this job. That's what they pay me for. It's not brave to tell the truth on a cable news show. And if you aren't doing that, you're really an idiot, he said. But his message is truth is contagious. So we want to leave our listeners with a message of hope that there are people telling the truth and the truth is coming out. It's an uncomfortable time, but... Yes. Yep. It's gotta be good. Any it's gonna be statement? good. God is good. He wins. Don't give up. We 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 reap reward if we don't give up. That's right. All right. Well, this is a good wrap up of another good show. And uh, thanks for listening. Hit the like button wherever you heard this. And tell a friend. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO 1080 on your AM dial. Ah. Oh.